Welcome to Talking Tunes. We're talking with Jojo Gerard. First of all, I want to tell you, I'm rich, by the way. I just want to let you know, I did receive in the mail uh, official prize communication. Uh, let's see, $10,000 $10, a week awarded for 52 weeks. And um, so, you know, I'm just... Just I'm just telling you, you know, I'm supposed to get this on the uh, the 24th, which is what, already. What do you got to do to get it? Do you have to pay somebody three thousand dollars? Probably, yeah, yeah. It's just failure yeah. to take the step, make the call, will result in in exclusion, and your name from the group will be deleted. Oh, geez, darn! I didn't call them yet. I, I wonder if it's too late. <laughs> I always love calling those people up because um, they're usually in a foreign country and yeah. American name. Yeah, yeah. They, they, They'll go, <laughs> yes, my name is Scott McKenzie. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just like today, even even like, okay, local bank or local credit union that I belong to, but to, to val validate or, you know, I got a new card and to get the card, you know, validated, you got to call this number and then you got to talk to this person. Well, this person you talk to, I I can't understand her, you know. I you know, what is your name, please? You know, it's like I, I what <laughs> would you say? You know. Yeah, I like a better one. That it's automatic, and you just type in your name. Well, it, that's like, what that's the way it usually is, but for some reason, I don't know what it is with these cards. They keep putting me over to this woman in I don't know India. Yes, I, I don't know where she's from. It's kind of like an Indian accent. I think I can't do that very well, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So. But it's kind of and isn't it isn't it sad statement onto our society when we trust actually an automated machine more than we do a person? Yeah, yeah. So ah, anyway, I was talking to Tracy Lorenz. The reason I wanted to talk to you solos because you and I are about the same age. I think we're both what right. sixty two. So yeah, both around. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. So we're you know the retirement with the old farts. We're pretty much the old farts in this in this radio game too. It's, that goes, isn't it? Is there people yeah. older than us anymore? I don't even know. I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I, keep, I, don't, I, I don't, keep waiting for it to end, and it doesn't. So yeah. it's going as long as I'll have. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I know because you know, like you, you were saying last time, something about you know, if you, you know, if they fired you, you just retire anyway because it'd be time to retire anyway. So yeah, you know. yeah. You know, I'm eligible for Social Security. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, you, you've so really you've you've kind of come a long way as far as that goes. I mean, you've made it all the way to retirement. If you want to retire, you can, or you can. You're still going in radio. That's not something many people can say. So. No, and, and and like I said, I, I think I said this before that you know when I started out in radio, I thought maybe if I could make it ten years, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I never thought I'd make it all the way to the end. Yeah, doing the same thing. So I, I feel pretty blessed. But yeah, you've been so doing it for what forty years so now they, or so, right? Right. If they want to keep me, I, I'll stay, and if uh, if they don't, I can retire. So I, I I get the best of both worlds. Now tell tell everybody what what station you're on again. I'm on ninety eight seven in Grand Rapids. It's WFGR, and and they can get it online, of course. I can get it online on our website. I don't know how far the signal goes. I don't know if it quite gets to the lakeshore. I I know we do have some listeners in Ottawa County. <laughs> Yeah, I can, I can get it, but sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, it's bad so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah on the, um, getting it on the web sometimes is always always easier to do. Yeah. So. Now, nowadays, they almost prefer that, I think. Yeah. I think they want you to listen online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Looking in your eyes, I see a paradise, this world that I found. It's too good to be true Standing here beside you Want so much to give you This love in my heart That I'm feeling for you Let them see we're crazy I don't care about that Put your hand
Talking to Tracy Lorenz the other day, and we actually, me and Ranger Bob were talking to Tracy, Tracy Lorenz, and it started off as just a just a thing to talk about uh, um, some of the things that you know we grew up with that aren't around anymore, and uh, you know, because I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook, like like creepy crawlers. I mean, I used to have creepy yeah. crawlers. I forgot all about those until I saw it. That that etch a sketch, you know. I remember that thing. And then there's the one that just came up today. The thing, what was it called? The graph, graphite, graph, graphic thing. It was where you, you turned this little wheel around inside another wheel and made shapes. Oh, uh, spirograph. Spirograph. That was it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I thought that was cool when I was a kid. I thought, man, that was that was fun because I could create something that actually looked good and it wasn't hard to do. <laughs> you know. But, and they actually, speaking of creepy crawlies, they actually, when I saw you post that the other day, yeah, they actually had some special goo you could buy to put in there that that was edible. Yeah. So you would use the same molds, and then you'd bake them, and you could eat them. <laughs> but they were awful. They, yeah. <laughs> I think it tasted awful. Somebody was telling, yeah, somebody somebody mentioned that on the, when I, when I posted it, that they had that yeah. too. Maybe I think w- they were called incredible edibles. <laughs> Incredibly, terribly edible. Well, I just like the easy bake oven. I guess the Ranger Bob found out that's been discontinued. They no longer sell that anymore. That's yeah. been outlawed. And you know, but you know, can you imagine though? Think you're thinking about for with creepy crawlers, you got this this little oven that <laughs> gets up to 200 degrees or whatever. Yep. To to cook these things to make them rubber or whatever substance it was. And and you're like what nine ten eight nine ten years old and you oh, got to burn your hand on that thing. Oh, That's I I, I know I did. I, <laughs> you know, and then they give you those little these metal clamps to try to take the thing out with. You know, and a lot of times you'd leave the clamp in there, and, and it would get hot. It would get yeah. hot. Yeah, 
then you grab it. It was like, ah, but yeah. So it's like, you know, and you're eight, eight, nine years old and you're thinking, man, this is just, and then like, we were also talking about the, um, the science kit, you know, all the different chemicals and stuff that you would have to mix. And oh yeah, and, and you the never read the instructions. Right? Yeah. No, and you could eat that stuff and die. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they didn't care. Yeah. They didn't care. And, and the other thing, my sisters had this. I don't think I ever had one, but they have these kits called wood burning kits. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Yeah. They give you a little, like a little thing you plug into the wall and the tip would burnt would heat up it was like a soldering like, iron yeah yeah <laughs> you etch into wood with it yeah and and uh you if you caught that tip man you're oh that would hurt like hell <laughs> that's right yeah just like a soldering iron if you caught that tip that hurt but that's you know this is something that kids were playing with yeah, yeah. it was it was yeah there was some dangerous stuff we used to do then. that in, in cub scouts too i remember a lot of kids got burnt went home and they, they you know the Back then, though, the parents didn't call the Cub Scout leader and say, you know, what do you do to my child? And they just, just kind of said, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't no. even hold a pencil or, you know, anyway. Yeah, and we had so many kids in our family that, you know, my parents would, you know, if we lost one, so what? Yeah. I don't think they would care. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom told me that because she had 10 sisters and one brother, you know. So yeah. it's like, how did she ever deal with all these girls? And I, and she said, well, you know, the oldest one took care of the rest, and it just kind of moved on down the line that way. So the mom wasn't really involved much. It was just the kids were involved with taking care of themselves, you know. No, there's there's truth in that because I I think my older sister was more of my mom than my mom was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my, but, um, my sister still thinks she's my mom, but anyway, you know, that's all right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I don't think they, I, well, I also think that they thought just evolution would take over. It was Darwin's theory. You know, if, yeah. if the kid's too stupid to handle a science kit, then, you know, he probably shouldn't be on the earth at all. You know? So right. Right. Yeah. Well, what's that, what's that thing they say now to in the, um, uh, in the manuals now for cars or whatever, um, about, you know, before they said about how you could change your spark plugs or something like that. And then, but now they put in there, do not drink battery acid or something like yeah. that. It's like, yeah, okay. But they, now that nowadays they got to cover themselves everywhere, you know, because there's so many stupid people out there that'll try something that they're not supposed to. It's like, what, I don't, where, where did that come from? Where, when, I, when did that well, happen? I, I, I just think at some point we got like, overly cautious and i don't know what drove that i can't i can't put my finger on one particular era i i think it kind of came from a little bit of guilt because like in the 80s there was a lot of latchkey kids you know who left home alone and, yeah. and i think the parents felt guilty about it and i think we were i hate to say that we were supervised more because i don't think we were either no no I'm, i was babysitting when i was like 12 and you know I'm definitely wasn't a good person to be put in charge of babysitting at 12. I can guarantee you that. Well, in a big family too, I can distinctly remember when I was like in fourth and fifth grade, I would get up in the summer during summer vacation. You get on your bike and you just ride. Oh yeah. You and yeah. your friends would ride all day yeah. and we'd go all over the town. Like we'd hang out by the river for a while and yeah. <laughs> throw stuff in the river. And then we'd, we'd, you know, ride back to, you know, play stickball somewhere and my parents, I don't even think know I was gone. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah. As long as as long as you uh, were, were back when the streetlights came on, you were good. Yeah. 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 Because I, I get into all sorts of trouble. Oh yeah. I remember you know riding my bike and and riding over to well you know in the city too. You're on the city and you got cars flying all over the place. But anyway, yeah. ri riding to a to a um um not is it El not Elginac um. Anyway, in, in by, by New Baltimore, I can't think of the name, but it gives with an A. Uh, but anyway, I think it is Algonac. Is it, it Algonac? Okay, Algonac? You take the ferry over to Canada. You could take the ferry to Canada. There was there was a place where you could take a ferry over to Canada. I'm trying to think of where it was at, but it was over there by. Yeah, it's it was, over there somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, we used to take the care the ferry over to, to Canada to get you know uh, firecrackers and stuff like that. And you know, sneak them back and whatever. But my our, my parents never knew any of that stuff, and I was only like 12, 13 years old, you know. No. And uh, yeah, we go camping, and we we you know, God only knows what we did. I, I don't even want to mention or even think about what some of the things that we did. 
when we were out there. I mean, I used to sneak out of my my house at you know at uh, all hours of the night because I had kind of a roof that sloped sloped down, and you could just jump off the roof, and then you put a ladder on the side and you climb back in, you know. But and then we did all kinds of goofy stuff that way, you know. All the kids would say, "Okay, let's stay in there, ask yourselves, and we'll sneak out and we'll, you know, do whatever." Yeah, and I, and I hate to say that, like uh, <laughs> that kids not today can't do that that because I think they can. But I think when when we we're allowed to have a lot of free time like that and to kind of self govern ourselves, yeah, you kind of learn, you know, what you can and can't do. You yeah, kind of teach yourself. Yeah. There's kind of a, I think there's a. I think, you know, learning to judge other people, we, we became pretty sharp at that. Like, you knew if somebody was going to mess with you, you just avoid it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was born in a small town, and I live in a small town. Welcome to Talking Tunes. We're talking with Jojo Gerard. We had that sense, and we knew enough people in the city where we knew who to hang around, who not to. So, Yeah, and the other thing, too, was you also knew <clears throat> that if you got into big-time trouble and somebody saw, they would tell your dad <laughs> if they knew your dad. Yeah. And, you know, so there was that. Because I remember a couple, <laughs> a couple times somebody saw me smoking. And told my dad, like, hey. And then I got my butt whooped when I got home. Really? You're smoking cigarettes? Yeah. I've ever. I think, I think it was like eighth grade. 
I remember my dad caught me smoking when I was in the I was in the house too, and he didn't smoke. You know, my 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 mother smoked, but my my dad didn't smoke. But anyway, where I'm sitting on the couch and I'm smoking a cigarette, and my dad comes home early from work, so I shoved the cigarette underneath the couch <laughs> in the ashtray, and he comes in and he's talking to me. It's like I just want him to leave the freaking room, you know, so I can get that cigarette out. And next thing you know, there's smoke pouring out. <laughs> from I heard eat the the you know and it's like yeah i was busted anyway put it that way yeah. so yeah and yeah there's not a whole lot of places you can hide a cigarette no no and how he didn't smell it i mean you know because i mean well, uh, being a non-smoker yeah. now i can smell it outside you know when somebody's 10 feet away outside i can smell it you know well, so. well that's the other thing too is i think a lot of times we thought we were getting away with something yeah well that's true and you know our parents would know oh yeah yeah and then, you know, because you did, when you came home, you smelled like smoke. Yeah. There's no way around that. I mean, you know, you could smell when your dad got home from the bar, too. I mean, you could smell smoke. Right, right. Yeah. So, so not your dad, but my dad. Well, my dad, too. Well, yeah, my dad used to go to the, he used to go to the Legion every night after work, you know, and have a few yeah. beers before he came home for dinner. You know, so I had a lot of, I ate a lot of burnt meals. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> ate a lot of burnt meals because he was home. He usually kind of came home late, you know, and the the roast was in the oven a little too long. But anyway, yeah, that's another yeah. that's another thing. But anyway, yeah, some of the some of the things we talked about too. Do you remember as far as creepy crawlers? But yeah, do you remember um, clackers? That was one thing that uh, Tracy Lorenz brought up. Remember the clackers, the two balls in the ends of a string, and you had yeah. to flip them back and forth and clack them. And right. then, and they would slip and hit your hand and like bust your knuckles and and everything yeah. else. Yeah, they were kind of like uh, the same as uh, kind of like those paddle boards, but they just had two things that you flip them back and forth. Right, you? right, yeah, two glass balls or or plastic hard plastic balls or something. I don't know what they were, but they hurt. They well, hurt when they hit things, you. You know, you would use as weapons against your brothers and sisters too. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're kind of like nunchucks almost, really. <laughs> yeah, because the other, the other thing that hurt like hell was a Hot Wheels track. You ever take a shot with a Hot Wheels track? Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, it hurt like hell. Yeah, because I... plastic. You know, yeah. Hot Wheels had those plastic tracks, and they were right. flexible. Yeah. And you could whip them. And uh, me and my brother... <laughs> and he just hit me with one of those things. It would hurt like hell. Yeah. It'd leave a mark, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, another thing, like I say, I got, I got a buddy of mine where his his um, brother tossed a Tonka truck at his head and Jeez. just cut open his, his head with this Tonka truck, you know, because, you know, they're all metal, heavy metal, and they had plastic like seats and stuff inside, but they're all heavy metal, you know. But yeah, tossed they were the, well built, too. Yeah, yeah. Solid. Oh, yeah. You could drop them off of, you know, cliffs and they would be okay, you know. But yeah, because uh, yeah, I had a Tonka truck. Tonka truck was a Tonka Jeep, is what it was, like an army Jeep. And that thing, I wish I still had it because it was still fine. We, you know, when I gave it, by the time I gave it away. But, well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned going over to Canada for fireworks. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> one of my brother on our was, bikes, though. That was the weird thing on our bikes. But anyway, well, my brother was like, I think I was. 13 or 14 so he'd have been six or seven and he had one of those hot wheels yeah and my uncle took him to the drag he used to take us to the drag races and and out at tri-city dragway and he came home he was like super excited about you know how fast the cars went and stuff yeah so we convinced him that if we duct taped all these bottle rockets to his big wheel <laughs> car yeah that he would shoot down the sidewalk <laughs> me and my friend did and so and then then we had him put a football helmet on, you know, for safety. And then we said, well, you're going to be going real fast, so we're going to have to duct tape you in there. <laughs> <laughs> so so we lit him off. And he couldn't go anywhere because he was duct taped into the big wheel. <laughs> and they just went off around his head. <laughs> <laughs>
I was talking to a guy on Facebook, and he is part of, uh, they have a league for electric football. They still play electric football. And they have like a league and now, but they now they play them on like these flat surfaces. It's really weird. It's they, totally different. They don't vibrate anymore. Or what? Well, they vibrate, but they move differently. You know, because back when we had them, they would just go around in circles. It was kind of a yeah. jip. Yeah, you, you could adjust them on the bottom, but that never worked. Never worked. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they had a little thing that could make it go faster or faster or slower. Yeah, yeah. You could adjust the the vibration speed. Yeah, that was. But it never really. No, no. For example, the real football, it just was like a bunch of people just spitting around his shirt. <laughs> it was. There was but nothing. They have like leagues. He was telling me they got leagues and they got like official uniforms and stuff. It's like wow. really over the top. They must, I was surprised. So it must actually work now, though. Yeah, apparently it does. Yeah. But it still looks lame to me. I don't know. I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can see with that, the with the vibration, I can just see some women taking it and maybe getting some use out of it, but I can't see anything yeah. else <laughs> because it sure didn't do much for football as far as, you know, it didn't make me excited about football after watching the little guys bounce around on a little vibrating table. But anyway, yeah, well, I had I told you about the I to, go ahead. No, I would just say I had one of those, but I remember the one I had. I had fun with too was the I had a little pinball machine, but the problem was is that that little plastic pinball machine, you get excited, man, you're putting that ball around, they break pretty easy. So, you know, it didn't all my toys they didn't last all that long, you know, afterwards because they got a little No, well it it seemed like ours would last like the week of Christmas that we thought it and then it would be broken. The the one the, um, the one toy I got from from uh was the you know, the poker game, you know, where you flip the lever down and you and you get a poker hand oh and, yeah 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 so I, I got it on christmas and then we had this christmas party and there was this strange man who was a boyfriend of one of the girls that came to the party or whatever and he he challenged me to to a game i lost all my change that night <laughs> he, he wiped me out See? wipe me See, out you learned to gamble as a kid I did. you learned to lose and then you're like okay i don't, I don't want to gamble ever again and i don't that's actually a good thing and i don't No. yeah Neither anyway. do I, because I learned as a kid not to. Yeah. All my pennies were gone, man. It was just, he took them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you were saying no, something? But, yeah, there was, a, there was a friend of mine who had an electric football game, and he would sell pot on the side, and he would use the electric football <laughs> yeah. game to clean his seeds. Did I tell you that story? I've, no, but I've seen that. I've seen that also. I've seen other people do yeah. that. Yeah. They put the pot in there, you and it separates it the seats. He just, yeah, he'd break the seeds up at the he'd break the pot up at the top, and the seeds would vibrate down. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's genius. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I've seen that done before. I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying I've seen it done before. No, I've never <laughs> done it, but I thought it was when I saw it. I'm like, because at first I'm just at this like awkward. I'm awkward. I'm over like I'm probably 16 or 17 over this dude's house trying to buy pot. I don't know him that well. <laughs> And I see the electric football game. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he showed me how he used it. I'm like, whoa, I never thought of that. Yeah. It worked pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did a pretty good job. You know, stems, no seeds you don't need right there. I took care of them, yeah. Then, no, I just used my student ID and a double album. That's what I used. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, too. I didn't think about it. I don't, I don't think about these things, I guess. I should have thought of these things more often, yeah. Maybe I would have been a maybe I would have been a more maybe I would have smoked more weed that way, you know. I just, <laughs> I just well, I it was too hard for me. It was too hard for me to roll a joint, and I didn't like putting it in a pipe because it was too harsh. So I just you know I just kind of didn't do yeah. it much. But anyway, I didn't smoke a lot, but I smoked enough to realize it was probably bad for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already told you my story about my one hit that knocked me on my butt. So yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah, I've been talking to I've been talking to uh, uh, people about the edibles, and I've heard the I heard the edibles. Some people say some of the edibles are actually worse than smoking it. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of them. Really? Because well, yeah, because you eat it like I don't know. There's, I mean, like growing up and smoking it, you always knew what you were getting when you smoked it. I mean, you knew the feeling you would get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the edible, there's no feeling there. You just eat it, and all of a sudden, it just kind of comes on to you. Yeah, kind of like THC then. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And it's and 
somebody told me the other day, and I don't know enough about science to, to understand this, but he said that your body is actually dealing with it differently when you eat it. Huh. It's it's metabolizing through your liver rather than through your lungs. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing a or a bad thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just a different high is what it is. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, I've never tried it, but I I was telling you know I wasn't a real big fan of the smoking. But then again, it's like yeah, I'm just thinking, man, I really want to try that again and and put on uh, um, Dark Side of the Moon on headphones and just oh, yeah. just bring back good old memories, you know. <laughs> Any Pink Floyd album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I wish you were here, or you're, you know, even the wall. I don't care. I, I'll put them out, put them all on, and just, you know, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is interesting to to see something that that we, you know, was illegal, yeah. and you know, you had to kind of develop a system on the black market to obtain it. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's legal, and they have, you know, you can go in there and make choices. Yeah, you have this kind of weed or this kind of weed. It's just kind of interesting to see, see that because for so long, oh yeah, you know, it's something you kept on the down low. It's like, oh, so, so you think you can tell heaven from hell, blue skies from pain? Can you tell a green field? A cold steel rail, a smile from a veil. Do you think you can tell? Did they get you to train your heroes for ghosts, hot ashes for trees, hot air for a cool breeze, cold comfort for change.
Welcome to Talking Tunes. We're talking with JoJo Gerard, talking quad stereos. But uh, yeah, this guy was like a dealer, and and they just they they knew we had a nice quad stereo, so they were gonna get it. It's like really that was a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, like I would say the mid seventies. Wasn't there station that was broadcasting in quad? Yeah, it was, and then they had the of course they had the quad records. They even had quad. You know, they had quad A tracks. Right. There's a a buddy of mine has got one. He saved it just because it's he figured it'd be worth something. I doubt it will be, but it's kind of unusual. An actual quad playing eight track. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have any quad eight tracks to play, but I mean, he's got the eight track player. You know, it's like yeah. quad eight track. It's like really. And that's interesting too, because you think of eight tracks as being very low. Yeah. Quality right. as far as sound goes. Right. But back then, we didn't know, you know, like, we thought cassettes were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was before CDs. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't skip, and they, but then they'd usually stretch, and then they would get, you'd be hearing, jamming to your song, and then it would go, I think, I think the key for A-Tracks and cassettes was, I think their main market was, so you could listen to your albums in the car. Yeah. And that was like a big selling point. You know the the because up until then you couldn't you know you you couldn't take your records with you and play them in the car. Although I have seen there were actually yeah back in the sixties yeah they did that yeah took off yeah yeah with like big springs on the bottom <laughs> yeah but I'm sure the needle must have weighed like fifteen pounds you know to be able to, yeah, to. yeah to not jump on that on that uh, record but um. <laughs> I would have, boy, those, I bet you those be worth something these days. You ever find one of those, but, uh, yeah, but you know, the A-Tracks and the, and the cassettes, the cassettes, the funny thing about the cassettes though, or even the A-Tracks really, well, I don't know. Yeah. Basically the cassettes, I guess is what I'm going to talk about. The, the studio ones that you would buy the, you know, the store bought cassettes, um, that were recorded by the ABC and all the different art, you know, record companies, they were crap. Yeah, they were crap tapes. I mean, they would they yeah. never lasted, you know. But no. yet you'd buy like a TDK or a, a you know, SA TDK or something like that, a, a good quality uh tape and you'd record on that thing and that thing would last. I mean, I I know somebody that still got some of those tapes and they still sound fine, you know, the yeah. good, the old TDKs and stuff. So it's like Yeah, I think we 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 figured out fairly quickly that if you you know, taped an album onto tape yourself. Yeah. Using we, a good stereo system, you have a better, you know, a better, better audio. Quote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, some I mean, of that. You, you also, then, back then, then you borrow your friend's album. Oh, yeah. And then, well, I remember. Yeah, that was like, I, like the first Napster. Was, you know, I, yeah, yeah. That's like the first way you could kind of steal music. Oh, yeah.
I think I still have a working truck. Do you? Yeah, I used to. Crap. Yeah, I used to. I don't know. I don't have it anymore. But I don't have anything to play on it. And I don't have anything to hook it up to. Really. Was well, there any? I, up, I guess I could hook it up to my stereo. Is there any tracks that actually work anymore? I used to have. I used to have well, one. Go to like. Um, they used to have a flea market on 28th Street in Grand Rapids. Oh, okay. And you'd see people, just, you know, selling old stuff. Yeah. That they probably got from estate sales or stuff. Mostly it was, most of it was CDs. Yeah. That, and albums. But every once in a while you'd see a guy selling eight tracks. Really? And, yeah. And, you know, you could buy some. Because I used to see them once in a while in, in like Goodwill or something like that, but you don't even see yeah. that anymore. So, Yeah. Or they used to sell those old VHS cameras. Remember those? Yeah. And they I, weighed I about 50 pounds. He had like a Chevy, and he was the first one of us to get like an A-Track player in yeah. his car. Yeah. It was like a big deal. Why not? You had to, like you had to wedge a matchbox underneath the, <laughs> yeah, like so. a matchbox underneath the A-Track to wedge it up. Yeah. So it would play properly. Otherwise, it would be warped, and you would play two tracks at once. Right, right. Yeah, that was always the worst thing about eight tracks. If you, especially if you got really cheap ones, you know, you got those, uh, those, those discount ones, those ones that you know you got at a, like a gas station or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just bootlegs. Yeah, yeah, bootlegs. That's yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Bootleg tapes. And then they'd start playing like you know two tracks, you know, and you're just like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> and you put up with it. And there's a lot. Yeah, there's, and then. Yeah, and then in this, like, if you just left out your eight tracks, like on a day like last week in the car in the summer, it would just warp them. They'd oh get yeah, out in the sun. Yeah. If you, you know, you don't remember. I mean, you're getting in and out of the car, you're running errands and stuff. You don't think to take your tapes out. You know, I was, I, I, I was one of the kings though at snapping the eight track back in. You know, when it, when it ate an eight track and you pulled it out and you had a whole bunch that would come okay. out with it. You know how yeah. you would pull it a certain way and give it a snap, and it would it would roll it back right back in. Did you ever have yeah, that there, arch? Well, there was a trick to that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was pretty good at you it. You just use an ink pen. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, I like to snap that baby back in. It was, <laughs> it was, it was my trick of the day. Come on. <laughs> well, there's an art to it. I, yeah, I, I'll give you that. Well, you know, fixing. That's when I got well, before I got when I kind of got interested in electronics was back when I used to. <laughs> I used to fix stuff like that and work on, you know, old reel to reels and stuff like that. But I would, I would actually fix cassettes. Now that was kind of difficult because you're working with some really tiny stuff, you know, and if you didn't get it just right, it, you know, wasn't going to go back together or it was going to pinch your tape or, you know, it was just, it's like, you know, things we used to do for our music. It was amazing. Yeah. And a, and a lot of times too, like if you're, if you're, cassette player ate the tape yeah even if you rolled it back in it would all be damaged It'd oh be yeah pinched in there and it's that's when i have a forward, major dropout yeah major especially like what do you be like what would always be like one of your favorite songs on the tape too you know never never was uh, never one of the ones that you didn't really care that much about well of course the other the other thing about eight tracks that you know used to drive me crazy is for a long time I'd have to you know before I got the record or the CD or whatever later you'd always hear that uh, thing where it would fade out before it went to the next track, right, 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 and then it would fade back in and finish the song, mm -hmm. you know. So it was like you know would you <laughs> yeah so you'd yeah almost like when you're listening to the record or where you're listening to the CD afterwards. Yeah. You're waiting for it to fade out, to fade back, and then mm -hmm. fade back in, you know. So Well, Stairway to Heaven on the E track to Led Zeppelin four, Stairway to Heaven would fade in. Oh really? Back out. Yeah, it would fade out and then it would fade back in on the next track. Yeah. On, on that song, man. I mean usually yeah. they would pick a song that wasn't that great and but <laughs> you Yeah, know. I'd be like, if there's a plus one in your head. And then if you had it, and then if you had it cranked in your in your car, if you had a, a stereo with a with a booster in it, you know, and you have it cranked, and that click click noise would like blow up your ears too. Boom boom. <laughs> it's like oh oh okay yeah all right yeah that's why they that was faded from popularity pretty quickly. They weren't very yeah. good. Yeah, people didn't like them, and and they they came and went almost overnight. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I would like, say they. 
they probably emerged in, I would say, 69 and they were gone by 73 yeah and the guy really saw me coming in radio shack when he sold me that one for 200 bucks yeah so yeah, yeah he says oh, yeah. but that's it has dolby you weren't the only one <laughs> but it has dolby that's another that was another piece of crap too dolby <laughs> it would seem like every time he used dolby it would be muffled yeah, yeah, it just seemed to muffle it. Yeah, it wasn't. You didn't get the the brightness of it. And then you would take the Dolby off if you recorded it in Dolby. You take the Dolby off, then you got you know in between songs. So, yeah, it was a it was a long, painful. <laughs> That's why I think I think I stuck stuck mainly with albums because you know that that it just. Yeah, and I think too. If if you grew up in that era, you you knew that album sounded best always. Yeah, but you know? like you say, you couldn't play them in your car. So, and when but you were, yeah, the, the cassettes and eight track made things portable, but they never were that great. Right. Yeah. Although I think I still have Led Zeppelin four on cassette, the you know pre recorded cassette. Yeah. Although I don't have anything to play it on. <laughs> but I wonder if that's worth anything. Uh, probably not. But you know, you can always check eBay. Yeah. <laughs> you can always just exactly. type it in eBay. They'll tell you. Oh, nope, sorry, don't want it. Because Atlantic, I don't know if you remember that, but Atlantic Records they distributed their cassettes a little differently. Everybody else had like a little jewel box that kind of opened up. Yeah. But Atlantic had like a, a thing to slid the cassette into. It was a black plastic box. And yeah. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, so we have kind of a oh, I remember the first uh, the I'm wondering if that has any value. You never know. Well I'm on my way to the city lights to the pretty face that shines her light on the city nights and I gotta catch a noon train. I gotta be there on time. So good to know she waits at the end of the line Sweet, sweet city woman I can see your face, I can hear your voice I can almost touch you Sweet, sweet city woman On the banjo and me, we got a feel for singing The first, I remember the first three 
cassettes I ever bought, and I just had one of those little tiny cassette players, you know, the just the little cheapy ones with the one speaker and, you know, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. you would come with a little cheapy mic to, to record with, you know. Yeah, but, like yeah, yeah. But the first, so the first three I got was the, was um, Three Dog Night, Golden Biscuit, and that came in one of those little plastic cases. Uh-huh. And Flip Wilson. <laughs> the devil made me do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip Wilson, devil made me do it. And well, come the judge. Yeah, yeah. And that was my, that was my first two. And then later I got like, I got like bread, you know, I, I, you didn't, I didn't know what to buy. You know, it was like, what do you buy? You buy, you know, this or that. I don't know. But yeah, my, yeah. my golden biscuit, when I wore that baby out and same with Flip Wilson. I mean, I used to love listening to that. It was the funniest thing ever. So I think when I was in eighth and ninth grade, I, I think I went on a thing when I was buying everything on cassette and cause I thought it was cooler. I thought it looked cooler. Yeah. But then after a while, I'm like, ah, oh, it just doesn't sound good. Yeah, and then you had, you know then you can't, then you can't. Like I say, the albums you'd always, the thing I always loved about that, because you'd sit and listen to an album and you'd sing along, and you'd usually a lot of them would supply the words, so you yeah, knew yeah. what the hell they were saying, because most times you couldn't understand what they were saying. And but with the cassette, you had no freaking idea. <laughs> What, what they were saying and you had nothing to read or if they print them they sometimes they did remember sometimes they would actually print the lyrics on, in the cassettes and yeah, they'd they fold out like four times yeah print would be so small that you couldn't read yeah it. you couldn't read it anyway yeah and that's probably but, why um, half people wear glasses these days but anyway yeah there was something about getting that album and it had the lyrics on it and that inner sleeve and there was a lot of artwork with it yeah and there was a the, it was packaged well, and I think I missed that. Yeah. Know? Well, that that's what I was just, I was talking to a, um, a Annie who owns a record store here in Montague, and I I went and I found the album Overnight Sensation Frank Zappa on on LP. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got it on CD and I've got it on my computer and all that good stuff. But the album cover is just unbelievable. I mean, you can you can, I look at it now, even though I've looked at it for all these years. And you still find things in there that you know you didn't you didn't expect to find. You know, but, is that the album with Dynamo Hum on it? Yeah, Dynamo Hum and uh, okay. my, Montana. Cover, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, Dirty Love. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, great album. And like I said, the cover itself is just—it was—I don't know—I forget who it was that did the artwork, but it's just—it's amazing. <laughs> it's I, amazing. I almost want to say it's our Chrome. Is it like a cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Our prom did those. Yeah, could be. Yeah, because I be. was like big into comic books at the time, like alternative comic books. And that's what it looks kind of like a like yeah. the the, yeah, the Mad Magazine type Crumb. stuff. Yeah. yeah. She also did a Big Brother in the Holding Company album. Okay. But I I used to also be big into who the artists were on the cover. I used to look you know look that up. Yeah. Like I was a geek in that regard. Yeah. I was like an art geek because I I you know I like drawing and stuff when i was a kid and you know i think that was what i wanted to be like an album cover artist oh really mm-hmm. huh and here's here's some trivia for you did you know phil hartman from saturday night live was an album cover artist no i didn't i love i miss him man i really do miss him he was so he did funny the album cover to poco's legend i don't know if you remember that the horse yeah yeah and he also did the album cover to America's Greatest Hits. Okay. Which are both really good album covers. So, yeah. you know, I found that out in the documentary I watched about him. Into my room he creeps without making a sound. Into my dreams he peeps with his hair. He 
Oh, my God. 